Welcome to Taking Notes with NextGen Venture Partners, where we have interesting conversations with entrepreneurs and innovators in the NextGen investing ecosystem. I'm your host, Dan Mindis. We hope you enjoy the discussion. My guest today is Ben Doherty, co-founder and CEO of Sunroom Rentals. Ben and I talk about his journey from starting and selling a food delivery company to moving into tech-enabling the process of renting a home. We also touch on the growth of the real estate tech market in general and how it compares to his prior space. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Ben, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Let's start with what Sunroom is. Give us the overview. Yeah, sure. So Sunroom is a leasing platform where we partner with property managers and apartment owners who are you know, trying to lease a lot of units every year. And we handle all the leasing for them. So the nuts, the bolts from you know, the moment that they realize that they're going to have a property that's becoming vacant or a unit that's becoming vacant until the point of where the renter has moved in. And you know, what's really unique about what we're doing is we have this way of, of partnering with you know, the supply side of our marketplace but you know we're really focused on making that renter experience amazing and you know we really have a vision for doing that across as many properties as possible so that you know the renter can really get through the process without needing any assistance and and just using the product they can get through it so we our tagline is self-service leasing so that's sunroom in a nutshell how did you come to the idea yeah good question so the way it came about you know just like a lot of other ideas is you know, I had been a renter for a whole decade while I was working on my previous company, Favor Delivery. And, you know, Favor was in the on-demand delivery space and it had a lot of both online and offline components. And it was also, you know, a marketplace. And during that time as a renter, I had noticed that, man, you know, just trying to go tour properties, I think this was like the initial spark was, you know, I could use these online sites and I could check out properties. But when it came time for me to actually want to go tour the properties and make a decision on a place that I wanted to lease, it felt like I was like I was using Craigslist. I had to I had to contact a whole bunch of different people and half the people didn't write back to me. And and it felt like I, you know, I really had to kind of be forceful to even make the process even happen at all. Um, it was definitely not an easy process to get through. And so when my co-founder, Zach, and I uh, were thinking about what's the next thing we wanted to do after Favor, you know, we were just became really obsessed with the rental market, mainly because we're like, wow, this is there's literally a half a trillion dollars getting spent on rent every year. But yet, you know, the sites out there right now are really just barely a step above Craigslist. And you know the whole process of actually trying to tour, apply, and lease the property and pay security deposit. So much of that was done offline, and that's not even to mention how messy it gets even after you do that process and sign the lease. Then you got to worry about moving, and you know it's it's noted consumers will say that it's one of the most stressful life events is just is just moving. You know I think it, it, it's a couple ticks lower than than you know, some horrible life things like divorce or something like that. So, you know, I think we we got really excited about the opportunity of of making that very streamlined and and doing what we would call, you know, almost leasing 2.0, 
that, you know, we had saw a similar thing that we had just happened within the delivery space where, you know, there at the time there was really only delivery apps that you could send orders to the restaurants at the time was literally faxing them, but the whole rest of the process would be offline. And so, you know, we saw that this was at a really similar position as that market. And, and we're excited to, to dive in and be the company to, to bring it in, into the future. So you talk about these parallels between where the food delivery market was seven, eight years ago and where rental leasing is today. And one of the things you mentioned is sort of this dynamic of online versus offline. So mm-hmm. expand on that a little bit. Clearly, there's plenty of offline that still exists typically when you're renting a place. What does that offline element mean for you? Can you take this entirely digital or are there still going to be offline components? Yeah, so there's always going to be some offline components, right? Because I mean, this is real estate. And, you know, I think, you know, real estate, it's a physical asset, you know, and you're, and you're, and as a renter, I'm trying to, you know, lease a physical aspect for, you know, for us a, a, about a year on average. So, you know, there's always going to be some offline components to it. But what we've learned is that, if you don't have software that is managing all those offline components, then it's just impossible to do it well at scale. And what we found from studying the market is that there's a massive hole in particular in, in the mid-market. So, you know, some of there's some really large property management companies, like let's say Graystar, you know, they I, I can't remember exactly how many units they manage, but it's it's a very, very large number. They have the resources to try to invest in some softwares that help them try to try to manage some of these offline or what we call field operations. But you know, within inside the mid market, it's really so much is still just done by texting and calling and checking in and remembering things, and those things are just doomed to fail as they grow. And so we found, you know, a really unique opportunity that we can manage and execute on some of this offline components really well that's managed with our software then that you know that can really give us a leg up on the competition because it's just such a big pain point for the type of managers that we're partnering with with all these offline components it's more to manage right than just pure software so how have you done it in the past with favor what lessons did you learn and you take forward into sunroom so with favor the key was was just simplifying the product. If you can make it so that the independent contractors that are in the field doing this work, if you can make it so it's just super easy for them, and you know maybe as far as like a fun experience and one where they feel, I, I guess they need to feel empowered to do a good job. And, and you know, there's it's surprising the way that through design you can do that. There's all kinds of different ways of designing the product that folks in the field are using that essentially is like almost rewards them from for doing that work well. And so I think that's a really important aspect of this is like the tools that they use, you know, they need to really appreciate the tools and say, wow, these tools are better than the old way I was doing it, where I was just texting or emailing. And then it also needs to essentially reward them for that good work in a way that makes it so that they are excited to, you know, continue to take jobs from you rather than somebody else. So, you know, I think that was a that was a super key component for us at Favor. And in fact, that's like one of the main reasons why we were the first profitable delivery company at scale 
was, you know, we had really built a good community within the drivers and had built some really good tools. And we more or less cracked driver retention, which was probably that was the most important piece of the company to, to actually make it profitable was was solving driver retention. So we're taking some of those learnings from Favor and applying them to Sunroom and mainly in just thinking about like taking those tools that are, you know, the contractors, the folks in the field are using and, and really just making sure they're, you know, really, really smooth and something that they love to use. As you go out and sell to landlords, what are the key elements of the value proposition? The key value is, is it comes down to, you know, a couple different things. There's the scalability of our system is 10x better than anything that anyone else can use. So, you know, if you're an apartment owner and you're and let's say you own one property, but you have big aspirations, right? You you want to go from your first 100 unit building and you'd like to buy another five more. In the past, the leasing would definitely be a daunting aspect of that process, especially be of how consumer facing leasing is compared to, you know, the rest of that process, which is really more it looks a lot more similar to running a fund where you know you have to go out and raise money and buy properties and then over time you're renovating them and then you're leasing them out. So, you know, one of our key value props is to say, hey, look, you know, now you can just focus on raising that money and buying more properties and renovating them. And then, you know, we'll just get them magically leased up for you. And so we're kind of like the last mile, so to speak, for them on making their apartment fund work. And so in that sense, you know, we're, we're a very important component. You know, that's a really major value prop. One of the other pieces is just reliability. You know, I think our team consists of people that have long track records inside of property management, particularly in leasing. And, you know, the tech that we have around this, it allows it to do it at scale, but while maintaining a higher level of quality that, you know, you couldn't achieve without the software that we have. And so I think, you know, scalability, reliability are, you know, two of one of the main components. And then, you know, if I would, a third one would just be that they're going to get better financial performance as well. So, you know, we've been able to show that since we've streamlined the process for renters so much that we're beating the market as far as how fast we lease the units by about five days right now. And, you know, if you have a hundred unit building, Usually on average, once every 18 months, a unit will become vacant. You know, you're constantly having units be vacant, be empty that need to get filled. And so just the fact that we can lease these units faster than you could, you know, if you were to do it on your own, that's going to really improve, you know, the financial performance of your fund in the sense that, you know, we're going to, we're basically going to deliver more rent revenue since the, you know, higher occupancy while working with us. And you know, we've started to really prove those things out with various different partners of ours. One of the things I'd imagine landlords might question is, okay, you're showing people this unit that I mm -hmm. own. There's right. no person accompanying them. You're taking out the person and that can lead to greater levels of consistency and no text messages, scheduling yeah. and losing sales for that reason. But there's also this stranger walking into my property. How do you manage that concern? The key is, is that, you know, we have our own little computer that we put inside the home that effectively, you know, we can essentially install more and more software on that little computer over time 
to really initiate any kind of security features that you could need. So, you know, one example is, let's say uh, a renter goes in towards the property, but maybe they want to try to help a friend get in there or something. Like maybe there's some concern there around security, around somebody besides them entering the property. Well, with our having our computer inside of the property, that allows us to add in extra security if needed, like like a door sensor or something like that. So that, you know, at any given time, if the unit is being accessed, that essentially pings us and, and notifies our system, alerts us to say, hey, look, there's somebody trying to go see this property who isn't using our flow to do so. Now, you know, with inside the core flow, what we're doing is, is we're verifying IDs and we're, we're essentially having the renter go through a flow where they recognize that, you know, while they're touring this property, you know, there's a certain, there's a certain level of liability that they're taking on by, by going to view the unit. And so what we're doing on our end is, is basically figuring out exactly who's entering the unit and at what time. And we're, you know, essentially scanning their ID so that we know exactly who it is. That way, if any issues do come up, you know, we're able to quickly address it by essentially dispatching somebody who's in our field ops team to go check on the unit, make sure it's okay. But if there was anything that goes wrong, you know, we're going to know exactly who was responsible for that. You mentioned your field ops team, which indicates that you've got people in the general geography. So tell us where you are geographically today, where you're going. Right now, we're primarily operating in Austin. Recently, we just launched in Houston. So we just took on our first partners down in Houston. And then we have some partners that, you know, they they own a lot of properties in Austin, but they also own properties in San Antonio. So we've been getting pulled into those markets as well. And so we expect by the end of this year, we expect to be in all four major Texas metros. And so that's kind of the initial, our initial timeline of expansion. And you launched this and then COVID came. What did that do to your business? You know, I, I think it helped us focus on the right things. <laughs> it, it, it kind of, um, you know, was almost like a refining fire to the business. So, you know, I think just like everybody else, in March of last year, we were very much like, man, we don't know what's going to happen. And when the first lockdowns went in place, you know, we really did see a big dip in our touring volume. In particular, we're tracking how many tours we're facilitating for renters. I mean, that's the really a big core of our business is just facilitating these tours for renters. And, you know, we noticed the, the number of tours go down pretty drastically. At first, it was a little depressing, <laughs> of course. But then I, you know, I think we really put our heads together and said, okay, like, how can we make the best of this, you know, not the best situation. And, you know, what, what we ended up doing was, is we used it as an opportunity to kind of switch up the way that we were marketing towards renters and realize that, hey, you know, this, this self-showing lock technology can really now get accelerated during this time so that, you know, renters realize that they can still go see this unit in a completely contactless way. And then, you know, we were also already well positioned, I think, to actually close uh, renters remotely, because so much of our tech was already focused on that was, hey, you know, how can we essentially lease better than anybody else, but without having on site leasing staff. 
And so in a lot of ways, a lot of the tech that we had already built had prepped us pretty well for that situation. It was really the self-showing locks and some of the tech we had already started working on that, but we were basically able to accelerate that rollout and then market it to renters in a way that by May and June, a lot of our touring volumes had jumped back up to you know pre-COVID levels just because we made that shift. Then when I started out in venture capital 13 years ago, it was pretty rare that I saw a technology startup operating in the real estate space. And that was true for quite a while. More recently, though, I think we've seen a blossoming of, of those kinds of companies. And, and we even have a term for it, real estate tech now, which I don't think, I'm not sure existed until the last <laughs> handful of years. What does that mean for you that there are a good number of other tech companies you know, trying to figure out ways of reinventing real estate? I think it's super exciting. I'm pumped to be a part of you know, the real estate tech world and to you know, help bringing this portion of, uh, of really consumer services, you know, into more of a modern feel, you know, similar to what's happened with a lot of other services in the past 20 years. I think the, the ecosystem has really helped. I, I think like what's unique about real estate that I think is actually really fun compared to delivery is real estate really feels more like it's a rising tides, lifts all boats kind of situation. Whereas delivery, it was like cutthroat, (laughs) you know, like we definitely did not get along with our competitors (laughs) in delivery. It was very much just like, it felt more of a sink or swim kind of situation. But inside of real estate, it's all about partnerships. And, And I think a lot of this comes from even the way that the real estate agent community already works together and they have, you know, the multiple listing service and they communicate a lot. You know, for the most part, even though they're they're doing a similar job, you know, it doesn't feel so much like they're they're cutthroat competitors. And you know, I think that kind of culture has extended over into real estate tech as well, where instead of first looking at every company that maybe is doing some of what you're doing with some overlap, rather than just looking at them initially as competitors and you know, no opportunity to work together. I think you can approach real estate tech in a different way of like, huh, like, yeah, there's some overlap here, but, you know, maybe there is a way that we could partner because you know what, there's just so many buildings, so many apartment buildings, so many apartment owners, so many property managers that are just in the dark ages. And so, you know, if we can partner with various tech companies and get them to adopt more and more of these products that, you know, maybe have some crossover, but overall it's it's good for renters at the end of the day. I think that gets gets me really excited because that is what we're really, really motivated by is that, hey, how can we just make this renter experience amazing? You know, I think the only way to really pull that off and to pull it off at scale is to partner with a bunch of different companies to do that. And so I think that that's what's really interesting to me about real estate tech. Ben, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks so much for your time, Dan. Thanks for listening to Taking Notes with NextGen Venture Partners. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. To learn more about us or to hear all of our past podcasts, please go to nextgenvp.com. And now for some important disclaimers. The information contained in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to purchase any securities. Past performance is not indicative of future results. 
Any performance or projections contained herein may be significantly affected by future events. Any opinions, assumptions, assessments, statements, or the like regarding future events or which are forward-looking constitute only subjective views and beliefs, should not be relied on, and are subject to change due to a variety of factors, including fluctuating market conditions and economic factors.